Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hello and welcome to the 287th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Happy, uh, happy 4th of July to everybody out there. Uh, also happy 4th of July to you. Happy uh, birthday to my sister and uh, father-in-law. Uh, they, nice. share, they share the birthday the, the day after the 4th of July. Um, yeah, how was your weekend? It was good. Um, we kept it low-key. We kept it local. Uh, we didn't go nowhere. We, uh, we ended up taking a, a long... So Friday, I worked half the day um, getting some stuff done. And then sort of just relaxed. I think last week uh, leading into it, it was just uh, a lot was going on. And I think I was just like mentally drained. Uh, And so I think the long weekend couldn't have come at a better time. No. Yeah. uh, So we we actually made – we've been doing a lot of binging with Babish uh, recipes. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's it's fun because we like him and – the uh, the recipes don't seem too hard. We're not going. We're not doing any of like the really hard ones. Right. Yeah. Like um, it's like six hour recipes. Yeah. yeah we're, we're definitely not trying to do any of those. Uh, and so we've been focusing the start of this on like one pot pastas. And so we made one that was a lasagna like two weekends ago. That was really mm-hmm. good. You basically just you make it in a pot and then you throw the. Uh, you throw the lasagna sh- uh, sheets in, and instead of like making them beforehand, they just like slowly cook in the uh, in the sauce that you're making it, and that was that was really good. Um, in the same video, he did three recipes, and then we did this other recipe that was a beef stroganoff. Um, and I haven't had beef stroganoff in a long time. I, I but, think I've uh, seen that one before. Yeah. And it, it turned out magnificently. It was very, very good. Um, and so we did that. And then we watched Hamilton that night. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, you know, I, I have I have very... Uh, yeah, you refused to watch Hamilton for years. I'm sure... I think we've talked about it on the podcast before because I remember talking to you about how you had the opportunity to see Hamilton once. and I did. And, and like, before it took off. And you yeah. heard what you heard what it was about, and you and you what well, you've read the book, right? The book that it's. Based I read off the book, of. yeah. I haven't. Uh, I remember you read the book, and and you, and you're like, eh, I'll pass. Doesn't sound interesting to me. Yeah, and I mean, then it I took read off. The book, yeah, I read the book. Uh, going into AP U.S. history, we were tasked with re- for the summer. Uh, we had to read biography of a famous American, and. I picked Ron Chernow's Alexander Hamilton, 500-page book, amazing. It was phenomenal, um, and it was. Uh, so when I heard it, it, came back around. I was like, "On that, you really you're gonna do this?" And I had no idea, uh, like who was doing it. I didn't know anything about Lin-Manuel Miranda, and so when I heard about it, I go, "Oh, this sounds cringeworthy, dude." <laughs> And a I hip, remember a, my friend. Shout out to Hamilton. Yeah, right. Yeah, 
shout out to Caitlin Lilly, who told me at the time. I, I joked that I was going to buy tickets before her. She goes, don't you dare. This is She goes, she goes and I quote, this will be the hottest show on Broadway in years. And, I mean, she proved to be very prescient. Um, and then once, like, the tickets started to go up, I, could, I just could never justify. And I also didn't know anyone who was, like, willing to go with me. Right. And... So I was like, you know what? Fine. Screw it. Whatever. And then next thing you know, uh, everyone and their mom wants to go see it. And then the prices got too much. Way uh, too it much. got to be way too much, way too much. And so, you know, I was really thankful that when I saw the trailers you uh, of of Hamilton coming to Disney Plus, I was like, all right, great. Give me, gives me a chance to see it. And I really liked it. Uh, yeah. I, it was great, I think, because I got to see their like facial like uh yes. sort of like uh face gestures is that you, you you got to see the faces that they made <laughs> you got to see the faces that <laughs> the they facial made reactions I that, yeah yeah did, yeah like i my, could read everything yeah my brother saw it in la for his birthday it was like a, couple, a year or two ago um i actually didn't realize he'd seen it already because he was going to see it in san francisco this year and it got canceled because of covid but mm-hmm. apparently he'd seen it in la and he was saying the thing about because he loves it he's he's listened to the soundtrack countless amounts of times obviously already seen it before um not with the original cast and he was saying the biggest the best part was being able to see people's like their faces and he's like because you know you when you see it when you see it in the crowd like even if you were sitting first row you wouldn't really be able to see like the nuances like of their face like they're actually acting and right. they, they'll have they'll have a look on their face like a perplexed look or like a mocking gesture you know like things like that so um yeah being able to see that on camera was really great it was weird it was all, at times it was almost like there was a camera on stage with them yeah um and it, like the way that they brought it to life via TV was was fantastic it wasn't just like a what I was afraid of was almost like a fences type of uh, shot where it's just like slow panning and people moving around. It's like it would have felt very um, passive, but the way the camera moved in this one, it was like a very active relationship that you had. And there was like they're zooming in, they're zooming out, there's panning, there's like all these things that are happening, and you never felt like you were just sitting there in the crowd. Yeah. Thing is also like two hours and forty minutes, and I was it's like, holy long. shit. This is an amazing like uh, duration of this thing, and so you you start to think like, man, maybe the cost of this is worth it because you see how dense this thing is. There's like not a chance for the, for anything to really breathe, right? Yeah. There's so much about his light that you go through um, that they're flying through so much history, important history, and um, you know, I'm trying to think of like actors that really stood out. Uh, you know, I I, I I would pull up the uh the mdb of this but i'm not uh, i'll just go by the characters you know i will say that lin-manuel miranda is a genius for putting this together however he is probably the weakest singer <laughs> out of everybody but but perhaps um, the best rapper you know i he's not don't bad. know he's I not know. bad he's he's pretty he's not bad <laughs> He's I was talking bad. to my siblings about this yesterday, and, and uh, Mustafa, the one the one who's seen this, uh, yeah. who's listened to the soundtrack countless amounts of times, and saw it in L.A. He was saying the best part about, um, or like, not the best part, maybe the one of the one of the weaker parts of the Hamilton, the, the the person playing Hamilton when they saw it is his rapping. Like I think he was a better singer than Lin Manuel, but you know Lin Manuel wrote this, and 
the his, his rapping like his 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 knowledge of the songs is 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 obvious because he's written them and yeah i think it's hard to replicate that what is amazing is how many songs so many actors needed to know yeah and because like everyone's in everything everyone's in everything uh and these are like long dense uh multi sort of faceted like uh songs uh and some people are playing multiple roles yeah you know my sister said that when she went to go see it i was like hey who was hamilton uh when you went to go see it and i forget the name because you know that would be helpful if i knew the name um but she said that it was the primary understudy to the to Mm. lin-manuel miranda and he was uh it was his role as the understudy to know the lines of not only hamilton but also aaron burr and also uh thomas jefferson yeah uh and also uh like two or three other roles and i was like that is insane to like think about like uh an actor needing to know one role and now this guy needs to know like five roles yeah that's that's crazy she said that he did a phenomenal job yeah my so i was talking to my brother about it and he was saying that the the people that were playing um in in la there were a few there were a few people who were understudies so the person i think who was playing elizabeth schuyler when he saw it she mm-hmm. was the understudy for um all this she was the understudy for all the schuyler sisters oh um, uh, okay for the original cast so she had to know all their songs but like yeah just like there there are there are songs where like uh, where um eliza and angelica will have like comments in song yeah. throughout yeah. the song and it would be difficult if you had to if you had to be the understudy and let's say like one night oh, oh you're playing eliza and maybe two weeks later you're playing angelica that's got to be kind of difficult to remember <laughs> oh i'm supposed to say this and not that at this point in this song but uh yeah i i love it i i never thought i would i would would have been interested in this my um same brother who 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 loves this who, who loves hamilton he he texted um my siblings about this probably like three years ago and was like you know you guys got to listen to hamilton i don't remember the exact context of how he was phrasing it but um i was like yeah i don't know if i'm gonna listen to it like the soundtrack i saw it was on spotify wasn't really interested because i'm not like super in, i'm not super big into musicals um typically when i watch them it's like okay cool like i this is this is a fu- this is a, a cool experience like a musical being like a like a movie musical um and so i i listened to the i listened to the soundtrack because i was just grinding away with work and i, I listened to the soundtrack i wasn't really following the lyrics but i was it just kind of was background but you know it it, it was it was pleasant like what i was hearing and so I, I listened to it on the way home and was able to like listen to all the lyrics and i ended up just listening to it through like the whole way through that night and was like oh you know, this is great and so i've listened to it a lot over the last few years and so finally being able to see it was um was awesome and it added a layer of of um it added a different layer to it for me so being able to see people being mm-hmm. able to see the people like i felt like i, I feel like i i feel like i knew the story pretty well but actually seeing it and actually like seeing the characters it i don't know it just felt like it made a lot more sense to me this time around 
um, like so. So John Lorenz, he um, was played by Anthony Ramos, mm-hmm. who also plays uh, Philip Hamilton, uh, Alexander's son. Yeah, yeah. So in the soundtrack, he's present in those opening numbers in the, in like those you know in the first half of the uh, of the of the play of the uh, musical but he's not present in the second half in the in the soundtrack it's actually not evident that he dies the the part where where he gets a letter from um john's dad and says that he passed that he died when the um after the war during a retreat of the of the um the brits Mm -hmm. in like south carolina or something so he that part just wasn't in the it is not in the music in the uh soundtrack so i actually didn't even know that he had died um and like the the specific like commentary of uh, you know he had um he had recruited a a uh, like three I think three thousand slaves to fight and had was going to fight for their freedom after the war and I think all three I think those three thousand slaves were re-enslaved after he died because he I guess he was one of the only people who were really pushing to get those people freed um, so yeah that was missing so that was cool to see um, you know in the Disney plus version was like a little Easter egg for me. Um, but there are also differences between the soundtrack and the, the, uh, the version that's been recorded for Disney plus the way they, the way they like sing certain lines, like we're, I'm used to hearing them one way and hearing them being, being done another way on, on, uh, on that, the Disney watch was, uh, was surprising, I guess. Like I'm expecting, I'm ex- like, there might be like a longer pause that I'm expecting before the line comes. Um, but yeah, I, I really didn't know what to expect. I, I actually had wondered before if the entire thing was song or if there was actually dialogue in between the songs, there's no dialogue between the songs. That was, uh, I, I never actually really noticed that it was two and a half hours, um, the soundtrack itself. So that makes sense. But yeah, it, it was really well done. I, I love the stage, like the the turntable style of it, and how they how they interacted with that. Um, oh, and then I I really appreciated Thomas Jefferson, like uh, David oh, Diggs, yeah. his performance. Oh, yeah. Like, while he, insane. He's, he's definitely stand out in the in the um, in the soundtrack, but he really jumps out. Like he's he's he does a lot with his he body does a lot. and his and like his his remarks the way he says the lines is i guess just i don't know if it's different than the soundtrack but it comes off way different to me seeing it being done additionally um while i did like king george's songs um on the soundtrack big fan of king george yeah he was he was great seeing those three the the faces that they made oh my god yeah he was super passionate during that first one he was like oh you got you want to go to war with me yeah (laughs) i'm gonna kill your entire family yeah I don't know. I just just about everyone was great. I love Aaron Burr. Love uh, Leslie Odom Jr. Where have this, we seen Leslie Odom Jr. before? Uh, I'll check. I'll check his um, Wikipedia page. I've listened yeah. to his his mo- more his most recent album. Looking at his filmography. Uh, Wait, he's an artist, like an actual recording artist. Yeah, yeah. He's got a cup. Co- he's got a a couple of albums. Um. I'm trying to see if I can find. So what right kind of artist looking, is he? Kind of like so he he's got a Christmas album. Um, so oh, shit. so he has one in um, from 2014, um, called Leslie Odom Jr. And then the mo- more recent one was uh, released November 8th, 2019. It's it's more like solely R and B. 
uh, I, I guess they might have it classified as jazz too. So okay. I'm just looking at based off the, the chart numbers that they have available for it. So his filmography includes like Harriet. I didn't see, I did not see Harriet. Uh, okay. Yeah. He was also in Red Tails. I also did not see that. Um, oh, I wanted to see Red Tails, but I was told it was so bad. And I was like, man, <laughs> that's so tough. Apparently he's on Murder on the Orient Express, which I did see. Oh, you, I don't remember You him. did, didn't you? I don't 100%. remember him either, but I, yeah, I, I, I don't remember him either. Um, let's see. He was in, he's also been in a few TV shows. So he was in, he was in The Good Wife, Gotham, Law and Order, Person of Interest, Smash, House of Lies, Post, Supernatural. Uh, and most of these are just like an episode or two, it looks like. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you may have seen him before from time to time, but I don't know. Okay. But yeah, but yeah, he was great. All in all, super happy that it was on. Yeah. And really thankful that, you know, so many people were able to uh, to see it. I wonder, you know, if somebody online was like, you know, if you go to, I think, either PBS or something, they have a really big uh, library of live recordings of, like, really famous Broadway or just, oh, like, you know, shows. Yeah. They're saying another one that you got to watch is the Phantom of the Opera at uh at the at the Royal Theater in London. Like supposedly like that is like the most famous live version of Phantom of the Opera before they brought it here or something like that. So that could be really cool. You remember there was a time where like uh I think it was a CBS or NBC or something like that was doing the uh, the live shows of uh like yes. peter pan and all that stuff yeah, and i, I think do. it's like in the same vein as that I see. um yeah but uh you know it's i'm just i'm just again thankful that you know, july 4th with everyone sort of locked in that there was something that was was really nice to see yeah yeah it really was yeah uh we've been making our way through uh a lot of like movies on the uh on netflix is like my list uh we watched this movie called uh, love wedding repeat uh very much like uh day after not day after tomorrow Jesus. edge of What's tomorrow edge of tomorrow so Which many, I everything's, think everything's happening called, tomorrow edge of tomorrow i believe the original name of it was live die repeat based off of the rewatchables episode of it yeah yeah i haven't watched rewatchables in, in a while yeah, I just listened to one episode recently. I don't even remember. Uh, oh, the Groundhog Day movie. The Groundhog Day rewatchables. Issa Rae's in the first half of it. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do you think that you think that was on purpose? Uh, I don't think so. I think it was recorded before the whole New York Times thing. Got it. I think. Got it. Okay. Figured, it, figured I'd ask. Yeah. Um, but, uh... Yeah, we've been... Uh, we're, we're now just watching... Uh, the most diabolical bank heist or something like that or the most evil bank heist um there's just so many things on, on my list and i was like you know by the time that uh quarantine is over if it's ever over i'd like to make sure that we at least saw all the old stuff i mean i know that they'll keep coming out with new stuff and so we can add that stuff that's not a big deal yeah. but i would like to get done be done with some of the old stuff yep yep definitely i'm looking at my at my my list um, definitely got a few movies in there and a few, a few things in there that I probably need to see. I actually need to clear some stuff because there are a few things that I have seen already. I just added um, Good Time 
based off a recommendation from, well, not, I don't even know if it was necessarily a recommendation, but I was talking with my siblings yesterday, my oldest brother, Mo, he's, he loves movies. And I had mentioned uh, Uncut Gems and the anxiety that I had while watching it. And he was like, oh man, um, I, I can't remember the, the director, the director's name for Uncut Gems, but he did a movie before called Good Time, which is also on Netflix. Okay. And he was like, he had to watch that in like six set, like six sessions because it was just like he was constantly just anxious while watching it and similar to me i guess uh, you know life catches up to you at times and so you get you get 20 minutes here and there to work your way through the movie so maybe that'll be one that we check out i uh i've been watching zodiac yeah how you... is that well i'm liking it so far i'm, I'm 128 of 157 minutes into it now so i'm i'm, I'm, I'm yeah, nearly you got done a while you still got a while to go. No, it's I got thirty minutes left. <laughs> thirty minutes left. Twenty, twenty, tw- like twenty-five minutes because of credits. I, uh, I, I started it like two weeks ago, but I like realistically I only started like two minutes of it, and I, and I had to stop because I think Gordon woke up. I wasn't trying to watch that type of movie with Gordon around. Sure. So I, uh, I watched, the, I watched an hour yesterday, and I watched about an hour today. And hopefully, I'll get to finish it up maybe after we finish recording. But yeah, I'm really liking it so far. I uh, I wanted to watch the Five Bloods, but I think I'm gonna watch that one with Lena. So I I halted on that on that watch. Yeah. Um, I haven't I haven't watched that one yet either. Uh, it looks really good, but um, I the oh one show that I will strongly recommend is Home Game. Ah, uh, yeah, you were telling me about that. Home Game is fantastic. Uh, and I strongly recommend it. And it's only thirty minutes long each episode. Each episode is only thirty minutes, so uh, you're sort of in and out, and you see like really cool sports around the uh, around the globe that you like don't really ever, you never really have an opportunity to see. Yeah, I'll definitely have to watch it. Um, I it's 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 like been popping up on Netflix every time I open it up, and I just haven't um, haven't started it yet. But I will be. I will be watching it soon. Yeah. Um, what else can I, can I tell you? I can tell you what I was doing today. Yeah. What, what, what happened today? Yeah. Yeah. So, so this morning I, I <laughs> normally we record, we've been lately, we've been, we've been recording, I don't know, fairly early in the day, right? A little like maybe around noon or even before noon. But today I was like, I got, we got to do in the evening. Um, <laughs> because, um, Lena was doing a lot of stuff around the house, like outside, um, like trimming the, trimming the hedges and stuff like that. And I was just on Gordon duty and, I was trying to pick a project for myself to do this. I, I decided, okay, well, quarantine looks like it's not going to be ending anytime soon. And uh, the gym where I would typically do like weightlifting and even like CrossFit style workouts like that has just been on pause for an extended period of time. We've still been doing things like, well, we were doing things like burpees and, and um, like creating our own CrossFit style workouts with squats and pull-ups and stuff. But that's really slowed down and it's really just limited to like bike riding for me and walks so i was like okay well in the basement you know we had all this space it's been a bit restricted because we have some desks here and some storage so i wanted to try to clear out some of the storage get rid of some things or shift some things around and set up these um little um what are they like foam pads or whatever like like they have like jagged edges like a puzzle piece on the edges of them and you can kind of assemble them together for like a workout space so i wanted to put that onto the ground to use as a workout area and then buy a few weights so that we can, you know, throw some weights around and do some lifting, do some like, you know, weighted dumbbell squats, things like that. 
And so that was the plan. And so I was, I was down here with Gordon. We were working on some stuff, um, you know, shifting some things and getting rid of like putting stuff into bins so that I can put into the unfinished part of the basement and feel comfortable about like them not getting completely, you know, moldy or overrun with, with bugs. And mm-hmm. so I, w- I got through about like, I don't know, a quarter, maybe half of that and uh, went up to feed him. So I was getting, the, I was getting his food together. Right. And, you know, put him down, let him do his thing for a little bit. And in the uh, there's between the living room and the the kitchen, we have carpet in the living room and in the, and the kitchen's like this laminate tile or whatever. And um, between the, the two, the two um, uh, flooring types, there's a little um, transition, like a little p- piece of metal transition plate. And it's just like this little piece of metal underneath. It's a little bit spiky to hold the carpet in place. And then mm-hmm. it has a little, um, this little like, tab of the metal that folds over the carpet that is like banged into pl- it's a like hammered malleted into place over the carpet to kind of keep it um keep the carpet tucked in to not move and just stay nice and taut throughout the room and so there's a piece because we've been you know over that we've been here for like three years carpet carpet has not been replaced since we've been here so along that edge along that transition plate specifically on that wall closest to the like the part closest to the wall where we most of like all the foot traffic is um the carpets become a bit frayed there and gordon has been able to go over there and like pick at the carpet on that corner or that that, oh. that, that edge and pick off little strands of carpet and because he's a baby he shoves everything into his mouth <laughs> so there have been times where we see him get carpet from that area and i've never like closely inspected it but the carpet there has come it, it's so badly frayed at this particular spot that it's actually come out of that that um that transition plate and so it's you can actually lift the, the carpet out a fair bit at that particular point and um you know the carpet basically just crumbles into your hand because the weaving and everything underneath is basically all falling apart and so i was like okay well you know i gotta fix this well no before I, before i decided to fix it i was microwaving some of his um some lentils for him. Elena's like set up like these like lentil soups and bean soups and things like that as part of his yeah. meals. And so I was just microwaving it, warming it up. And I like, I see him at the, at this transition point and um, he like sees me and he like sprints away. And I thought he was just being silly. I thought we were just playing. Cause like he'll chase me around. Or I'll chase him around like crawling on foot. And so I thought he was just playing with me, but it turns out he knew that he was doing something he shouldn't have been doing because I pick him up and I'm take him over to the kitchen with me. And I see him like just chomping on something like he's chewing like he's he's Michael Jordan chewing on a piece of gum like he's, you know, like open mouth, just like jaw, just heavy, heavily moving. Like, what are you chewing on? Like, I didn't give you any food. So I uh, I pry his mouth open and, and there I see a piece of this carpet. I'm like, oh, no, like this. I got to change. I got to do something about this right now. So I fed him and I headed over to Home Depot. Well, quickly, I did some research beforehand to figure out what I needed to do. Um, went over to home uh no before i even went to home depot i tried to fix i tried to repair this um this transition plate my idea was to basically just pull the rug just because the rug the carpet can stretch a bit and so my idea was to pull the carpet out from this transition plate and uh just try to get a little a little extra carpet so that i can tuck it tuck it back into this plate and uh get it nice and nice and uh taut again and you know secure but um, the transition plate, I don't know if it was broken beforehand or if when I was prying it out, it, it broke because it, it was broken. So I had to go to Home Depot and get a new a new transition plate. Did that. 
um, had to go back to Home Depot because I needed like a I needed to rent a little tool that 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 uh, people who like carpet use to kind of um, stretch the carpet at the edges. So I got that, brought it home, cut the cut this plate, installed it, um, and uh, yeah, no longer we we no longer have this little excess or not excess a uh, shortage of carpet. However, the carpet is still frayed at this at this segment at this section that I need to do something about. I went back to Home Depot when I was returning that tool that I that I rented and um, I was trying to find like, is there like just a simple like tape that I can put over this so that he stops messing with it? Or is there like a, a, like a carpet runner that I can put over it? Um, I was looking at stuff for a little bit for about like 20 minutes this, this evening. I couldn't find a, I couldn't find something that, that I liked I wasn't really prepared to spend like another $20 on something that wasn't really going to be a final solution. So decided to come back home and think on it a little bit, but that was, that was the evening. It was supposed to be, it was supposed to be something completely different, but I ended up doing just more baby proofing projects because Gordon's constantly finding ways to do something yeah. that we don't want him to do. Yeah. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad that there's like more and more progress. Yeah. It was, it was something I've never done before. Like right. car doing that carpet carpeting type of stuff. Yeah. Um, so it was it was good to learn, good to good to find out. Like it's uh they call it a uh, a knee a knee kicker. It's like this little tool, it's like a rod, and uh, on one end it lays flat against the carpet, and it's got like these basically like you can imagine like a bunch of little staples, um, pointed down like so not like the uh, the pointy end of a staple, um, or even just like a bunch of little nails next to each other, and so you place that on the ground, and it really like kind of locks in place into the carpet. And then the other end of this rod, it has another, like a, basically like a, a soft, like a foam pad that mm-hmm. you, so you like lean on the carpet, like, you know, on your, you get on your, into a crawling position and then you place this rod onto the carpet near the edge of the wall where you want to, to install it. And you take your knee and you just kick the other end of it and it kind of stretches the carpet along the path of that you're working and so that's the that's the tool that I rented. I had never heard of this thing before. A, a knee a knee kicker, um, and then just doing the thing like like malleting this little plate down to to secure the carpet in place. But uh, it was it was it was something good to do, and it was relatively simple enough that I, fa- I had the confidence that I was able to do it. Um, at times, like you you take on these projects and you just make it worse than it was before. So I'm glad it, I'm glad that wasn't the case. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, it's always great when you have like you come up with like these great projects that you can sort of uh, finish off. Yeah. All right. Well, I know it's I know it's getting late, so why don't we uh why don't we sort of end it here and we get a chance to relax into the week. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good to me. All right. All right. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week. Yeah.